Welcome to the Tape Ministry of the Embassy of the Word of God, where God is releasing men and women into exploits through the preaching of the Word of Faith. Be transformed and impacted as you listen to God's Word. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you this morning. We give you praise. We bless you for the opportunity to be ministered to and to receive your word. We ask, Spirit of God, that you will minister to us with clarity and simplicity in Jesus' name. And all the saints shall say, Amen. This morning, we once again want to continue with contending with the supernatural or the spiritual, um, subtitled supernatural endowments amen first corinthians chapter number 12 first corinthians chapter 12 from the verse number one first corinthians chapter 12 from the verse number one and i read it says now concerning spiritual gifts concerning spiritual gifts Brethren, and you find out that the gifts is in, is in comma, it's in a bracket, which means it was not originally there. It is now concerning spiritual gifts. Brethren, I will not have you ignorant. But I want us to take it, instead of in the King James, let's take it in the New Living Translation, please. It is now, dear brothers and sisters, regarding your question about the special abilities... So they were asking questions about their special abilities the spirit gives. I don't want you to misunderstand this. You know that when you were still pagans, you were led astray and swept along in worshiping speechless idols. Next verse, please. So I want you to know that no one speaking by the Spirit of God will curse Jesus. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. I want to pause there. The scripture tells us in Romans chapter 10, the verse number 9 and 10. I want to explain that verse. It says, if you, you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart what do you confess you confess that jesus is what lord and you believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you will be what saved then verse number 10 says for it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with god and it is by confessing with your mouth that you are saved now first corinthians 12 3 let's go back there again and let's see if you'll be able to synchronize this too it says wherefore i give you to understand that no man speaking by the spirit of god calleth jesus accursed and that no man can say that jesus is lord but by the holy ghost does that make sense? So, 
that is telling us that the verse 3 there is saying that when you are saved, you are saved by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And salvation is by declaring Jesus as Lord over your life. So the Lordship of Jesus. So he says nobody calling Jesus Lord can call Jesus accursed. In other words, he's laying the record straight. Like some people say, no, when I'm speaking in tongues, could be a demon speaking through me. He says, no, no. He's laying it straight. He says, no, no. The moment you are saved, you are saved by the Holy Spirit. And therefore, what is coming out of you is from what? The Spirit. So you cannot be calling Jesus a curse or be saying that a demon is speaking through you. Hallelujah. Uh -huh. So Paul lays it straight. The scripture is very simple and straightforward. You just understand scripture and your life is easy. Uh, verse 3. So you forget all those uh, um, questions. Some of them are quite, they, they are as silly as they sound, but sometimes you need understanding. So verse 4, let's go on. Then it says, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. Now, we are talking about spiritual endowments or what we call spiritual abilities or supernatural abilities or gifts. Now, he says supernatural abilities or gifts. You know, that supernatural or the spiritual is captured in the scriptures. That is why we ought to stay within the boundaries of the scriptures. Anything outside the boundaries of the scriptures will lead to what is called ambiguity and guessing, guesswork, and what we call um, 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 superstition. Superstition and spirituality are two different things. Superstition is believing something exists, but not having anything substantiated. Spirituality is having, knowing that something exists, but having evidence to prove it. The evidence is in the scriptures. So he says that I will not let you to be ignorant about the scriptures concerning the realm of the spirit. In other words, the realm of the spirit has been revealed to us and you can know it. You can know about the realm of the spirit and you can learn about the realm of the spirit. And I've told you before that the realm of the spirit is more real than the physical. The realm of the spirit is more real than the physical. It's more real than even the clothes you are wearing. Amen. Uh -huh. The realm of the spirit is more active and more intense than the physical. Praise God. And uh, we'll get into a bit of it today. So he tells us that the realm of the spirit for the believer is captured within supernatural abilities. And also it's also captured within the realm of services. Things we do. Amen. So the gifts of the spirit or the supernatural is not only speaking in tongues. It goes beyond that. It goes to the things you do in the house of God. It goes to do, it's talking about service. Okay, we'll look at that in a moment. Um, let's go on. Um, it says a spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. To one person, the spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. 
to another the same spirit gives a message of special knowledge the same spirit gives great faith to another and to someone else there's one the one spirit gives the gift of healing he gives one person the power to perform miracles and another the ability to prophesy he gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the spirit of god or from another spirit still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages while another to is given the ability to interpret what is being said now this i need to clarify that part that part is not talking about that when you speak in tongues you need somebody else to interpret for you that's that's a different realm it's called tongues and interpretation tongues and interpretation you can have somebody else interpret the tongues to you or you can interpret it yourself okay it's a special gift it's different from the gifts of speaking in tongues we'll look at that in a moment he gives one person the power to perform miracles and another ability to what prophesy he gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the spirit of god or from another spirit still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said next verse verse 11 then it says it is the one and only spirit who distributes all these gifts he calls these abilities gifts or what we will call what endowments a gift is something that is given to you that you did not work for praise god does that make sense it is the one and only spirit who distributes all these gifts he uh, he alone decides which gift each person should have next verse the human body has many parts but the many parts make up one whole body so it is with the body of christ some of us are jews some are gentiles some are slaves and some are free but we have all been baptized into one body by one spirit and we all share the same spirit yes the body has many different parts not just one part if the foot says i'm not a part of the body because i'm not a hand that does not make it any less a part of the body praise god and if the ESCs are not part of the body so i told you that when we started it talks about the special endowments and the special endowments are made up of special gifts okay then it also talks about services these are all they all fall within the realm of the supernatural the services we render so now he's explaining the body of christ and each part in the body and the services they render that each part in the body of christ have services they render that are equally important and that are equally what supernatural or spiritual does that make sense hello you guys are too quiet <laughs> so he says and if the ears is i'm not part of the body because i'm not an eye would that make it any less a part of the body 17. if the whole body were an eye how would you hear or if your whole body were an ear how would you smell anything but our bodies have many parts and god has put each part just where he wants it how strange a body would be if it had only one part yes there are many parts but only one body 
So the church of God is one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. Nor the head can say to the feet, I don't need you. Praise God. In fact, some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. You know that part? You know that part? If you like, try not going to the loo for one week. The King James calls it the uncomely parts of the body. You know uncomely parts? The parts that if you don't use them, they don't look very significant. But they are the parts we cover most. <laughs> if you like, come to church naked. <laughs> you know there. They are the parts we cover. But he says that they are the parts that are the most important. Amen. You know what that means? <laughs> that means that if you don't go to the loo for one week, we'll call emergency services for you. Two weeks, three weeks, one month, you'll see how you start becoming one oblong kind of person. You know, you start getting pregnant, even though you're a man. And then we know that something in your body has failed. And then we know that you are in trouble, real trouble. After one month, if you have not gone to that place, Two months, you've not gone to that place. In fact, call nine. Is it nine one one? You you have to call for emergency services. They need to deal with you. Yeah, NHS needs to deal with you. Or you'd have to call uh, Sister Agnes to come and find out whether there's something wrong with you. <laughs> uh, let let her put her nursing nursing this day to practice. Amen. Well, so but in the flip side, it's just to say that some parts are very important, even though they look unimportant. So nobody in the house of God is unimportant. In other words, we are all very important, and God grants us abilities to serve one another. The gifts are for serving one another. Now you find out that maybe the gifts that were mentioned, most people like the one that they want their eyes to be open into the realm of the spirit. You want to see demons. Some of you, if you see the demons, you run away. Some of you, if God opens your eyes and you start seeing people with two two legs and three three legs and and three heads, and yet they look very normal, they are speaking to you. Say hello. Hello, Jeff. And as he's speaking, hello, Jeff. Your God opens your eyes, and you are seeing that the person has three eyes. You are like, hey. <laughs> you know, so God would decide to refrain your eyes from seeing them, but He also wants you to be conscious of that realm. Amen. That that is the realm we live in because you are supernatural beings. We are born of the Spirit. We are of the spirit, therefore we live in the spirit. Hallelujah. Yet we transact business in the physical. Very, very important. Okay. Um, go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 14, the verse number one. It says, follow after charity or follow after love. But it says, desire spiritual gifts. Now, why is it that we are born in the spirit but we are supposed to desire spiritual gifts. Because, you see, the scripture tells us that the natural fights the spiritual. The natural wrestles with the physical. Your appetite to sleep too much than to pray is, is natural. You are driven towards sleep than praying. You are driven towards eating than fasting. 
you are driven towards certain things that are natural appetites. So unless you make a conscious, because you know, the day you got born into this world, you were born like this. You saw yourself in flesh and blood. You drank milk from your mama's breast. You grew. You were like this. Now you have grown to become a very tall man like Steve. And if care is not taken and you have not been instructed in the realm of the spirit and in the things of the spirit, you have lived all your life, maybe some almost close to 40 years, becoming a natural man with natural proclivities, tendencies. So, you know they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, isn't it? Uh -huh. You have now grown too old. Now, it's at 40, you are getting born again. You are now coming to church to learn how to become what you are actually supposed to be, a spiritual being, because you were dead. We revived you by the word of God. Now that you have come in, your desire for natural things, after you have lived it for 40 years, is natural. It's just natural for you to want to sleep, to watch some soap opera, to watch something, to, I mean, to just do things naturally. Go to the shops, window shopping and all that. Have money spent. I mean, do all the nonsense you want to do, you know. But the nonsense of life is not as important as the spiritual. Because the scripture tells us something. The scripture tells us that the spirit of a man shall sustain his infirmity, his weakness. So in the day of adversity, when your strength, when your spirit is weak, you are gonna. It takes just something little to check out of this body. And when you are out of this body, the Bible says to be outside of this body is to be present with the Lord. The moment you open your eyes from this body, spiritual, straight. So prepare for that place. Know how that place operates. So he tells us, follow after love. Why? Because love is spiritual. And desire. Spiritual gifts. Gifts, he puts it there in brackets. Not really gifts. It's just to, the, the writers want to help us to understand. But desire the spiritual or desire the pneumaticos, the Greek is the word pneumaticos, but rather that ye may what prophesy. Why did he say that ye may prophesy? Because he is trying to tell us that prophecy is better than speaking in tongues. In the realm of the spirit, there are certain gifts that are better than other gifts. Yeah, that's why Jesus and Paul writing, he says what? There are, he says, desire the most excellent gifts. So that's how things are. There are certain gifts that will be higher than other gifts. Now, so it says, for he that speaketh in tongue, unknown there was not normally, was not there, but he wants you to understand that what you speak or call tongues is unknown, speaketh not to men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him. How be it in the spirit? He speaks what? Mysteries. What are mysteries? Hidden codes. 
you're able to pick things before they happen you're able to know things before they happen so that you are not caught unawares you are not caught in a trap you are not caught in things that you can't wriggle your way out because life is spiritual so he says but he that prophesieth speaks unto men to edification exhortation and comfort now when we read chapter number 12 he lists the gifts and one of the gifts is a gift of prophecy okay now he says this gift of prophecy is for men but when you speak in tongues so now what are the spiritual endowments or the spiritual um, gifts or what i will call spiritual energies the energy of the spirit now what is actually what are these spiritual gifts now the charismatics will call it the anointing or what we we'll call spiritual energy or spiritual power now spiritual energy is very important why to energize your spirit spiritual energies are very important because it is you see the holy spirit is the one that transmits that energy to our spirit man but he transmits it in a step-down form why because the scripture tells us that god dwells in unapproachable light so it's the light that not even angels can approach hallelujah so on the throne be around the throne is a fireball of, i mean light energy but when god wanted to become man he stepped down and became a man john 1 14 great is a mystery i'm sorry uh, this is what and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth hallelujah now god has to step down as a man and so he became a man but when he left he said you can't live in this world and transact business in this world without spiritual energy he says that the works that i do when jesus was here he evidently showed us he says the works that i do i do them by the father that dwelleth in me so the works that jesus did were by the father that dwells in him who was the father that was dwelling in him the holy spirit the holy spirit was the father of jesus now of course remember when when the angel came to mary he said what you shall be of a child and that child that you shall be of shall be of who the holy spirit so who was the father of jesus the holy spirit because the holy spirit is god hallelujah so the holy spirit is the one he said he will live with us john 16 he says i will live with you the holy spirit the comforter that's why when we read romans 12 he says we were all born by what one spirit the holy spirit you were born into christ by the holy spirit so the holy spirit now within you transmits the power of god into your spirit to be able to transact business does that make sense so far now but if he has to bring it the full energy of heaven you can't contain it so he brings it in Joel's 
small, small. Yeah, it's 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 called the energy of the spirit. And the energy of the spirit is transmitted by the Holy Spirit. And when he transmits it, he transmits it for power. Now, why do you need the energy of the spirit? Because Satan operates by demonic power. You also need supernatural what? Power. Acts 1.8 You shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is what? Come upon thee. And then you shall be what? Witnesses. So he told them, tarry until you receive this power. Don't go out or else you'll be embarrassed. So when they went out with this power, Mark 16, 21 tells us, as they went forth preaching the word, the Lord was also what? Working with them, confirming the words that they spoke with what? Signs and wonders. Signs and wonders don't come by eating chips and sleeping. They don't come by eating banana and sleeping. Signs and wonders are demonstrated through spiritual energy, supernatural energy, supernatural power, what is called anointing or the charismatos, the charismata. Hallelujah. So this energy of the spirit must be transmitted through you or else you can be slapped by one demon if you're not conscious. This is how you find out that he said, oh, he was a nice believer. But he got struck by something and he just died. Being unconscious of the realm of the spirit. So he tells them in Corinthians, I will not have you ignorant. I want you to know. So that you can prepare for the realm of the spirit. We transmit supernatural energy. So that's why the believer is not normal. But you can live a very normal life. You know why? Let me show you. See the socket there? See that rope that is connected into that socket? That socket can be there. It has power. Transmittable. Once it's plugged in. You can decide to hang that in there and not plug it in. Or you can even plug it in and not switch it on. You have no power. So many of us are born again. But no switch on. So you are going, you are, so you are just like there is no power. So that is why one little devil can come and give you a slap. And your head will be spinning like that. That's why one devil can have access to you in your dreams. And since that day you woke up, one bad luck after the other has been following you. And you don't understand. That is why one devil can have access to your finances. And before you know it, there is nothing you do that the money is staying. It's like you have, it's called what? Holes inside your pocket. Everything you do will produce nothing. You are working, but there is nothing to show proof of it. My friend, you are living a risk. Because you are not aware 
of the realm of the spirit. And the realm of the spirit is very real. I remember one time, I think I've told you that story before, I slept. And in that sleep, I saw myself shot from my back like that. And I woke up. And I said, devil, sorry, wrong address. In fact, I'm not even going to pray about this. Don't try this at home. It's dangerous. That time, I was even fasting. So I said, devil, I'm not even going to pray about it. Few days later, that place started eroding. Started eroding. The hair started going. Before I knew it, some boils and some things, some rubbish started coming there. I said, aha. Uh -huh. It's a proof that there was something that took place in the spirit. I said, devil, I'm not even going to pay attention to this thing. And wherever you came from, carry load and be going. And he knew common sense to go and leave me alone. Why? Because I know. I know how to deal with things like that. Now, I could have said I was shot in the dream. I won't pray about it. Pastor said he will pray about it. You will die. You will die. And we will bury you gloriously. And we will not say that God has given, God has taken. We will say, sorry, you've gone home earlier, but we shall meet you when, you are, when we are ready. Yeah, we are not yet ready. When we are ready, we'll meet you there. So, you got to be very sensitive. Look, don't think that, <laughs> we say, oh, the devil is under my, my feet. I'm seated in Christ in heavenly places. You can quote that one. And still some little short dwarf will come and give you some nonsense slap. And you'll be saying, what is this? What has happened to me? Life is spiritual. Life is spiritual. Yeah, life is spiritual. Life is very, very spiritual. Very, very, very spiritual. So don't take things for granted. A lot of us, we are living our life on autopilot. And autopilot is not a good thing. Hmm? Decide now. I don't want to live on autopilot. And not to live on autopilot means you must be confrontational. Yeah. You don't switch. No power will flow. And the realm of the spirit is more intense than the realm of the physical. Now, you saw me using natural things to explain spiritual things. That is how real it is. The realm of the spirit and the realm of the natural are parallel. There are many things in the natural that were gotten from the realm of the spirit and transported here. So, for example, when it comes to spiritual energy and spiritual power, you know how the it operates by radius. You know how the power of uh, um, your telephone, my, um, your mobile phones, the mobile phone mast, how they operate. The further you are away from the mast, it is out of coverage area. Many of us are out of coverage area. Now, and when you are out of coverage area, 
you may want to dial 911, you are in trouble. And no emergency services will be coming. Because once you are out of coverage area, the angels won't hear you. <laughs> you, you are ringing. You say, ah, but I'm trying, I'm praying. Nothing is happening. In fact, you are out of coverage area. So the closer you get to the mast, the stronger the energy. That's why every meeting is not the same. For example, a Sunday meeting like this is not the same. The way I prepare for a Sunday meeting will be different from the way I prepare for a healing meeting. If I'm going for a healing meeting, I will have to spend a lot of time fasting. There are different meetings. And when, for example, if I'm coming for an impartation service, I come with a different, different mood completely. And the approach and the way I come is very different. Because I'm dealing with what? Spiritual energy. So I need to, and you see, Jesus, let me give you another example. When the woman with the issue of blood came to Jesus and touched him, how did Jesus know that virtue or power had left him? He was conscious of power leakage. Many believers are not conscious of power leakage. And there are many things that leak your power. Let me say this before I get to the power. Let me talk about the things. There are things that are power leakage. Some of you, you talk too much. You're on the phone from morning till evening. Everybody that calls, you must pick their call. Power leakage. System what? Losses. Uh -huh. Some of you, you are on Facebook for too long too long some of you are on tiktok for too long some of you are on uh, snapchat for too long some of you are on whatsapp for too long some of you are on television for too long because the energy of the spirit is trapped through the word of god jesus said the words that i speak unto you they are what? They are spirit. They are life. So, if you are addressing an issue, the way you address that issue with what? Words. If your words are not empowered, it is just telling you, peep, 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 out of coverage area. How many of us have driven before you get to a place and your sat nav will not work? No network and the thing is spinning and you don't know where to turn. I've been there a few times. I was like, Jesus Christ, what, what, what nonsense to is this? And I turn mountain, I turn here mountain, and the road to is one slim road. And I'm like, where am I going? There was one night like that I was coming from London. I drove in the dark. They had diverted the road. Then in the middle of nowhere, this thing is spinning. I said, Jesus Lord. <laughs> Jesus Lord. <laughs> And no car behind me, no car in front. Let me also follow. I said, What is this? Which kind of demon has sent me to this? This I kept driving and driving and driving, and the thing was just spinning and spinning and spinning. I said, Oh, Father Lord, nobody is calling that thing. <laughs> I was on my own. A lot of us are living our life like that. You have entered into regions where the, the angels that are so assigned to you, they are not following you because you are out of coverage area. 
Is it possible to be on your own? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's why you need to be intentional about the realm of the spirit. So he says what? Desire spiritual gifts. Desire the realm of the spirit. Have an appetite for the realm of the spirit. And he says it starts with what? Um, go, go back to the verse number of 1 Corinthians 14. It was it 14 we were on? Yeah, 14. He says, desire spiritual gifts. But what? Go to the verse number one for me. But rather that ye what? Prophesy. Why prophecy? It starts with the gift of what? Desire spiritual gifts or the desire the supernatural. But the first gift in the realm of the supernatural, which is an open door, is unknown tongues. He says, this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. In my name, they shall speak with what? New tongues. When you get born again, you have a natural language that is handed to you. That language is called Shandele Klatololo Ofani Atai Zavuan Talasoso Fletu Salaika it's called tongues. <laughs> it's called tongues. And it says, when you speak in tongues, you are not speaking to men. You are speaking to God. So, I spoke in tongues, not to you. I was speaking to God, but I am demonstrating what I am teaching. Okay? So, he says that desire to speak in tongues. But rather than stay in tongues, because tongues without you being able to interpret it will not benefit you. But tongues with interpretation brings about what? Revelation. Amen? Brings about revelation. It's called prophecy. It's a gift of prophecy that operates in the life of either a prophet or somebody that has that endowment or that gift. And when God grants us these abilities, he says he grants it at the will of the spirit, but also he also grants it to us as a gift. So the spirit can will for you at certain times to prophesy. And at other times, because you have been bequeathed with it as a gift, it can also be a gift. Amen. So that is very, very important. So by praying in tongues, and if you are intense in your ability to pray in tongues, you can burst into certain realms where you begin to hear the unspeakable and receive from another dimension. Very, very important. And then you'll be able to know things before they happen. You'll be able to see them before they happen. Sometimes it will just happen to you in your dreams. If you are too distracted during the day, as you sleep, God will just open your eyes to see certain things. And then you know what will happen next 
or what you should be doing next. That's why when you are spiritually alert, don't take your dreams for granted. How do we know things before they happen? How do we see things before they happen? Spiritual intensity. And you generate it in the place of prayer. For those of you that were with me on, I think it was, uh, I don't know which day now that I ministered in London on Zoom. But I'm not sure it was a Wednesday or something. So when I finished, it was a Tuesday, Tuesday. When I finished, I started ministering to people. I, I, I'll just pick you by maybe your name or something and speak a word into your life. So when I finished, the bishop called me. He said, at least two of them I know specifically. So I know that you were not guessing. Now I picked the people. As I pray in the spirit, the spirit of God would download things to me. And I began to tell them. He said, in fact, two days ago, I told this particular, I mentioned it, I don't even remember their name because I don't know them. So it's good not to know the people. So I decided to avoid everybody that, was, that came from Edinburgh. They avoided you because you say maybe I don't, I don't I avoided you up because I want to operate solely by the Spirit. Yeah, so I avoid you. <laughs> you see, the Spirit of God can pick things in the life of people and then tell you. Things you don't know of, you have not meditated, you have not thought of it. And then tell you, and then by the time you are telling them, they say, oh, it is true. It is true. But how is this possible? Spiritual energy, spiritual intensity. You build it in the place of prayer. Hallelujah. You build it where? In the place of prayer. So he says, there are these gifts that are given to us. And it starts with speaking in tongues. It's not a luxury. Somebody will ask, oh, if it's a gift given to people, so can some people speak in tongues and others not speak? No. Mark 16, 16. It says, these signs shall follow them. These supernatural abilities will follow them that believe. In my name, they shall what? Cast out devils. Casting out devils is not for pastors. It's for every believer. So when a demon enters your house and you are aware, don't shut up. Tell that devil, start leaving this house now before I open fire. And you know, demons know where they know that you don't know. Because when they enter your house, and you are doing, oh God, should I call pastor? Or should I call apostle? Should I call, oh God, something, looks like something is in this house. I'm afraid. They know it. Your fear has exposed you. That you are an ignoramus. But if you tell them, look, I know you are here, and I don't want you here. I want you out. They go. The signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. In my name they shall what? Speak with new tongues. It follows who? All of them that believe. So it's not a luxury. But there is a gift of tongues and interpretation. Tongues and interpretation is a special gift that is granted to certain people so that to help them to be able to prophesy as well, to speak and be able to what? Interpret. And then sometimes certain people are given the, just the gift of interpretation. So one person can prophesy, another will interpret. And when we do this, the scripture tells us that by virtue of speaking like this or in this realm, 
we are receiving what is in the mind of God concerning a person, and I will be stopping here, a place or a thing. So what is in God, his life, his knowledge, so word of wisdom, his wisdom, word of knowledge, the knowledge that is in God concerning a person, a place, a thing, is transmitted to an individual for that individual. God's will, his desire concerning an individual is transmitted through you to another. So then we are all helped. Wouldn't it be wonderful that somebody is about to have an accident and then the Spirit of God will reveal it to you and you will tell the person, don't. I was listening to Kenneth Hagen this morning. Um, he was teaching about prayer and then he was saying that the, he noticed that in his ministry, anytime a particular cloud hovers around a person, he's able to tell whether it's a spirit of death. So they brought this woman into his healing meeting. The woman was in a stretcher. And then he kept seeing this dark cloud over the woman. And then realized all of a sudden that it was a spirit of death. So actually, and the Lord told him, while he was ministering, this woman is going home today, 6 p.m. Wow. Well, <laughs> so he said that whole service, he preached on death to prepare her. 6 p.m. on the dot. She went to be with the Lord. Now, other times, that cloud can be around somebody. And God may want you to avoid it or to avert it by praying. And you will pray. And other times as well, it may mean a gray cloud over a person. And that means the person is about to enter into some difficulties and may need prayer intervention. Let's rise to our feet. Today I've only talked on power leakage. Why you need that power. Power leakage, the things that will leak the power. <laughs> and I've only talked about tongues. And prophecy or interpretation of tongues so when we speak in tongues we speak heavenly mystery we speak concerning events things that are to come there are things i have known and i've not known them by natural instinct because there is no way i would have known by reading or by studying no amount of bible study would teach you that but there are things concerning god's specific will concerning people, places, things in real time that God can only reveal them to you when you understand how these things work. That's why Paul says that I want to teach you so that you know. Amen. What is the reason for teaching about the supernatural? So that we know and then operate it. Don't just say I know it so that's all. No, 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 no. Or it's for the apostle. No, it's not for the apostle. It's for you. Amen. It's for you. And when we pray in tongues, we edify ourselves. We charge ourselves up. Every weakness in you gives way to strength. Hallelujah. If you can pray in tongues right now, begin to pray in tongues. Oh, Lipra Shalalando Laos, Salakia Tala, Lei Kapalaton de Leku Paratai, Zavalalako Manande, Kretalalaika, 
Eto Lipabai Kolobra Talalabanandosha Evenemongele Kaladosha Ilebra da 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 baha O Rabasalalababaha Ikabalo Salibadosha Engevelelebedosh Eparusha like Leta Lalingalai Apo Rabasalalababai Ekomanande Lelebedai O Prasalande Klato Lobadande Kalatata in the name of Jesus, Marusha Lalaiga Zolebarato Labrante Lelebe Leka Bababa and Dokla Talababande. If you don't speak in tongues, don't worry. By the end of this month, you will speak in tongues. Leka Balando Lababa. If you desire to speak in tongues right now, you can just open your mouth and begin to speak. But I need to teach you how to receive. So, Marusha la 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 babande klato la bande kapa ille kapara sota lele klato lo parusha lande klai katai glada long lata liboroshi laikata in the name of Jesus marusha ladega leke ato la lande klato londe liva la copra tala la mananda e kaparato lele ikalanda la 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 baba ongo vadidi biato zalida in the name of Jesus 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 Allah Menko Fadido Shale Klatosa Meko Prasa Laleko in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The Lord will have me tell you. Some of you need to in this year of the spirit life. See as the spirit of God. I did not give you that theme for nothing. But I desire intimacy and closeness because i want to reveal myself to you 
in ways I've never revealed to you ever before. Says the Spirit of God. And I want to bring you into places and dimensions that you have never seen and experienced before. Says the Spirit of God. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Please put your hands on your chest, everybody. Father, I pray for your children in the name of Jesus. I arrest every sickness, every disease, every weakness in their body. I command it to come out now in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare now, step into dimensions, step into the supernatural, step into dimensions, step into the supernatural in the name of Jesus. Some of you are desiring, you say, my tongues is only just one way. La, 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 la. I'm praying for you now that the Spirit of God will move you from monosyllabic tongues. You'll be able to speak language of the Spirit in the name of Jesus. Language that is diversified. Diverse kinds of tongues. Interpretation of tongues. I pray that the Lord will open your ears to be able to understand the tongues you speak. To be able to understand the tongues you speak. To be able to understand the tongues you speak. Peradventure you are here and you do not speak in tongues. Receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Receive utterance now. Receive utterance now by the Spirit of God. Receive utterance now by the Spirit of God. Receive utterance now by the Spirit of God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. If you're not sure that you're born again, but you want Jesus to be resident as the Holy Spirit, he says, Soon you will not see me, that's his death, but he says, Soon you will see me because I go to the Father. The only way we can see him is through the Holy Spirit. If for any reason you want to receive Jesus into your heart, I want to pray for you quickly now, wherever you are. Just pray this prayer with me. Declare with me, Father, let the Spirit of God come into me. Let me not be the same. I ask, O oh God, that make me a new creation through the work of regeneration, through the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Father, I receive into my spirit a new spirit. I am a new creation from today. I refuse to be the son and the daughter of the devil. I receive from today the spirit of sonship. Therefore, I take dominion. Thank you for the gift of salvation. Thank you for the gift of salvation. Father, I ask that the Holy Spirit will come into me strong in the name of Jesus. Now pray this prayer me, declare me in the name of Jesus. If you don't speak in tongues, declare me in the name of Jesus. By the evidence of speaking in tongues, I receive the infilling of the Holy Ghost and with the outward manifestation to begin to speak in tongues now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, 
I receive the gift of speaking in the Holy Ghost now. I went across the deep blue sea, couldn't find one to compare to your grace, your love, your mercy. 